What's good, y'all? It's your girl, Angelique, and you are listening to Artist Visionary Dreamer Podcast. On this podcast, you know I'm finna talk my shit and pop my shit however the fuck I please. So I have to let y'all know before we get started, I come with a little bit of a trigger warning. This place is not a place where I'm going to sugarcoat it. I'm going to keep it real raw 100. This is a place where transparency is completely okay. It's okay to say you're a mess. It's okay to admit that you may be the one who is toxic, bitch. It's okay to say that you might actually be the problem. And it may be okay to even say that, you know what, you're a little fucked up. Oh my god, what is poppin' everybody? It's your sis, your cousin, your auntie, Angelique. Um, I just wanted to let y'all know, first of all, one, I missed you. Two, thank you for listening to my podcast. And three, bitch, don't it feel good to be back? Because for me, honestly, it feels damn good to be back. I feel like I went through a dark night of the soul. Um, I feel like I went through some intensive shadow work. Um, But before I get into all of that, um, I want to go ahead and start everything off, of course, with prayer. Um, So holy angels, ancestors, and spirit guides, first of all, I thank you. I am in complete gratitude that you have aligned this very time for me to meet with my brothers and my sisters, whoever is listening to this podcast. Um, I ask that you would begin to open up their hearts to receive the message. I pray that I would decrease so that you would increase in me. I give you full authority and full power to take full control over this entire podcast um and again we just give you all the praise we give you all the glory with that we say ashe and amen um so again you guys i'm super excited to even be sitting here kikiing with you and bullshitting because like i said i went through a dark night of the soul um i told you guys the last time that we talked that we were gonna be getting into you know the l's um that i had to transcend and transmute into you know lessons And, you know, I talked a lot about faith. Um, Faith was something that I talked about in the first episode of the podcast. And boy, was my faith tested yet again. But before I get to um, the more recent events, I do want to take it a step back. And let's go ahead and get into um, where it all started. And my first tower moment that really just catapulted me into my destiny. All right, y'all. So as you know, I've been through many tower moments in my life, and I'm pretty transparent about the things that I've been through with you guys online. Um, But now that I'm getting an opportunity to actually document this and have this on a podcast for people to listen later. So I'm going to probably reiterate some things that you may have heard, like I said, if you've been following me for some time on um, social media. Um, If you're not following me, you should follow me. Um, It is at v-n-g-e-l-i-q-u-e 
M-O-N-E-T. It's basically at Angelique Monet, except the um, A is a V instead of an A, obviously. Um, So anyways, uh, like I was saying, I want to get into talking about, you know, one of my tower moments that I had that really just catapulted me and pushed me into my destiny but before doing so I wanted to kind of take you know a little walk down memory lane and give you guys just you know a little perspective of me as a you know a little kid growing up and always you know having that dream and that passion for fashion um it really did start at a young age um I was always you know that kind of kid that was wearing bright funky colors um you know shoes that had like you know all these weird you know colors on them and stuff that everybody wasn't really wearing I've always had you know the freshest Jordans on because I was a big time shoe head my Nino was just one he knew all the guys and the owner at shoe palace so he was basically the plug and I was spoiled growing up by him and my grandmother and so every weekend it was literally pick Angelique up and you know take her to go buy a new pair of shoes because she's got to be the flyest because that's what I liked um and so yeah that was me growing up I've always like I said had a passion for getting dressed and somewhere along the way I lost that um somewhere along the way I kind of you know, yielded to, you know, the identity and accepting the identity that everyone else put on me because of a lot of the things that I dealt with growing up. And I was realizing that as I was growing up, um, you know, and so not necessarily at the time, but I'm going through, you know, tower moment after tower moment and not really even understanding one, what is a tower moment and two, what like why am I going through what I'm going through because I was unable to look at a mirror and you know take accountability and take ownership over the fact that like well I'm really just in you know a cycle I'm really just living out generational curses um and so what ends up happening throughout life you know I ended up losing myself and yielding to, you know, what was expected of me from, you know, my parents. Um, And then from my parents, um, as you guys know, if you've been a follower of mine on Instagram, um, I, you know, been in and out of the church. And so during those moments of being at church, you know, I was living for the church people and I wasn't really, you know, being my true 100% authentic self. And I started realizing that. You guys have heard me say before, you know, I've always been different. I've always been a little weird. I've always been, you know, a little eccentric, a little, you know, peculiar. Um, And so growing up, I looked at those things as bad things because of the way, you know, people would make fun of me or the way that, you know, girls would always want to pick on me um, growing up for no reason. Um, I couldn't understand at that time, but obviously, you know, there was an obvious reason. It was because of the light in me. And, you know, that's something that we don't realize is we come into this world with so much light and then there's things and people that just come and they tarnish it and they try to rob us of it and they try to cover it and they tell us to cover it. And some of us, we believe it. Some of us, we fall victim to it. Some of us, you know, we even begin to water those own lies. And I was beginning to realize that in my own personal life. And um, so, like I said, I've been through a few tower moments in life, but still nothing that really pushed me and catapulted me to really my destiny just yet. And so 
as you continue to follow me throughout this journey, you know, I'm growing up. Um, like I said, I've been in and out of church. Um, that was another tower moment for me leaving the church. Um, but even leaving the church didn't push me into, you know, awakening, you know, the dreamer within myself. I actually did have a moment within church where I tried to reignite, um, you know, the whole fashion thing. And I actually created a brand. Um, it was called kingdom minded and it was very short lived. Um, I worked with another, uh, Christian brand and a few other people. And this was kind of me unlocking again and realizing, you know, dang, like creative artistry is really my lane. Like it's really my Avenue, but I struggled so much still with insecurity and self doubt that I, again, didn't even realize it. And so, you know, I'm in church and, you know, I'm creating, you know, designs now for, um, like I said, another Christian clothing company, um, called rise above. And, um, through them, I got connected, you know, with a couple like artists, um, and ended up doing, you know, a design for them. And so anyways, again, I was slightly, you know, scratching the surface and awakening myself slowly, but I would still, you know, be asleep to myself. Um, in those moments I would still struggle, even though, you know, everyone was telling me, yo, your work is so dope. Like, yo, you have so much like, you know, good things that you're coming up with that you should keep doing it. And I just, I couldn't see it. I didn't have the faith. Um, and so again, still wasn't my moment. So I ended up stop stopping doing that. Um, I again, stepped away from the church. I went through things, um, at the church that you guys wouldn't even believe. And I really don't have the time to get into or relive, but, um, that happened. And then I had a lot of moments of just, you know, really getting into it, um, at home with my parents. I was still living with my parents at the time. And, um, you know, I just really clashing a lot. And so there became this moment where I really just ended up leaving and I didn't have no place to go. Um, I was literally like, I don't care. I'm sleeping in my car. I'm going to be homeless. And so I did that for a while and then ended up getting a room, but it wasn't necessarily a room. I was living, you know, in a basement and, you know, I was just grateful for that. Um, in that moment and, you know, in that basement, honestly, um, you know, I found God, like legitimately found God and had a come to Jesus moment with realizing that like, I don't have to fake anything anymore. Like, I don't have to be, you know, what my parents want me to be. I don't have to be what the church wants me to be. I don't have to be what anybody wants me to be. I can finally go back to being Angelique. I'm finally accepting Angelique again. I'm finally falling in love with Angelique again. And I remember, you know, in that basement, you know, crying and just really just being like, you know, God, I'm really fucked up just like that no you know i finally was like you know i can't even come to you like on no fake shit like i just want to be completely real and raw because i realize that you see me anyways you know anyways like you know and so i just want to be real with you um i'm really fucked up like and i need help but I know that you love me and I know that like for the longest time that I've listened to, you know, the lies that, you know, the enemy has spoken to me and I believed, you know, that I'm inadequate. I believe that, you know, my art isn't good enough. I believe that, you know, I'm weird in the worst way, you know, and not necessarily the best way. And so I had to come to Jesus moment. And um, for those of you guys who don't know, I, I grew up in San Jose, California, um, all my life, born and raised. Um, and there came this moment where I was like, 
I want to, you know, just finally be free. Um, after I had that come to Jesus moment, I was like, I want to break away from here. I grew up here. I know everybody here. I want to experience something new because I was awakening, you know, myself to one, my spiritual journey and two, who I was again. I was remembering. Um, and that's what happens when we grow up. We end up forgetting who we actually really are. Um, we suppress and you know, we go through so many things that there's things that we've gone through in life that we have so like locked and buried that we can't even remember. Um, and it's not even I feel like we can't remember. It's, you know, we choose not to remember those things because they weren't the best moments in life. And so, you know, we bury them away and we quote unquote forget them. Um, and so anyways, like I had said, I've been born and raised in San Jose, California all my life and I was ready to just get the hell and so I had a couple options in mind. Um, you know, I was thinking about going to Colorado. Um, Colorado was an option. And then Texas was an option. And, you know, I was just like, man, I just, I don't know. I just, Colorado gets a lot more colder than Texas. And, you know, the weather extremes are already going to be enough. And so anyways, I had put out there into the universe that, you know what, I give myself a year and I'm going to be out. I told my grandma I had a family out there and I told her, I was like, hey, I'm going to come out there. Would it be cool if I stay with you for a while until I get myself on my feet and stuff? And so she had agreed to that. And then little did I know, um, you know, my parents ended up start looking for homes out there and stuff. And so everything ended up falling into alignment for everybody a year later. Um, me, my mom, my dad and my brothers and my sisters all ended up out in Texas um, all at the same time, which was great. Um because at that time, you know, I was coming back together with, you know, rekindling the relationship with my mom and my dad because I was like, okay, I'm past all that. Like, you know, I'm refinding myself and I can forgive them. I was on that type of hype and journey at that moment. And so here I go. I'm out in Texas and then boom, the tower moment that catapults me into my destiny. But before I get into that, um, I'm going to keep it, you know completely real um before I went out to Texas you know my grandmother put it into my head that oh and my aunt oh Texas is this great place yada 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 whoop de whoop this that and the third and so Texas it was uh starting off it really was uh like I said I think it was mostly because of the energy that I went into going to Texas. Um, you know, I was at this very liberated, uh, this newly found, newly discovered, you know, woman again, um, and remembering, you know, who the fuck I was and living my truth out loud, you know, not caring that, you know, I'm gay and not caring, you know, that, you know, I smoke weed and not caring that, you know, I drink and I cuss and I do all these things. But, you know, I still have a relationship with God that I'm figuring out and I'm finding and that I uncovered and unlocked. And so I go out to Texas and I'm sold, you know, on the dream of it being, you know, this great place. And it was, um, you know, I was going out every night and I hadn't done that in like you know, forever. I had moments in San Jose where I was like, you know, I was out every night and then that was very shortly lived. So I never really had like a really like I was out there all the time moment. But um, when I was out in Texas, I was out there, bitch, like <laughs> dirty. And, you know, West was definitely like where I was at. Like I was always on Sixth Street um, or if I wasn't on Sixth Street, I was at the domain. And yeah, that was just basically what the lifestyle became. Um, you know, I got really close to my aunt 
and her lifestyle was kind of like you know very promiscuous very just i'm gonna be out um doing what i want to do type of energy and i was just like you know no judgment at all whatever like do your thing and so that's kind of like what it became um until like I started just becoming really uncomfortable and really just like, you know, this really just isn't me. And I started pulling away from that. And then, you know, we went out one night and boom, um, I met somebody. And, you know, it was a very instant connection. Um, We ended up, I ended up meeting this girl and, you know, she's amazing. Um, No bad feelings towards her at all. You know, I've had a lot of mirror moments and, you know, um, regardless of like, what went wrong and how things went like I just want to make it abundantly clear like there is no shade no hate on my end um and so with that being said like I ended up meeting this woman and you know it was an instant connection um you know things moved very fast um we ended up meeting each other that night out um we hit it off (laughs) we ended up yeah there's a whole long story behind that I won't even get into full detail but yeah so the next day we hang out and from that moment on like it was literally day after day we were hanging out for a week straight I would say and um yeah it was really nice uh, for the first time in a long time like I was like wow I can feel myself like opening up to somebody like I can feel myself like you know really just like seeing the future but it was all really happening so quick and it all kind of seemed really surreal so I would say it was definitely a a karmic relationship um the way that things progressed and played out and so anyways the the relationship started out really great um and then we had our first relationship tower moment um and so even with that moment too um I take accountability too because there were some things that I had lied about but it was you know some things I was figuring out in life and you know really coming to my own healing and you know understanding and I kept from a lot of people and I ended up you know this past like you know year and a half really coming to the light about and even sharing with my family and stuff and um my mom and dad in particular about like what really happened in texas and what really shattered um a lot of just you know my relationship one and my relationship with with my girlfriend one and my relationship two with like my aunt and you know my grandmother while I was out there and stuff and so again not to get too in-depth and too personal um because i don't want to put my business or anyone else's business really out there um that happened and so i had to you know come to this moment at this current day in this moment of time of accepting you know my wrong in that situation but also realizing that it wasn't really a hundred percent you know my fault and i had to heal through that too and so anyways i get past that moment um, things progress and I end up deciding I come to this time in, in the relationship where I just am I'm finally at a point where I just don't want any connection um, I don't want to be friends none of that and so I really just realized that I need time to heal like I am so far from myself I allowed the relationship to pull me so far from who I was as a person um, you know I was just you know feeling like I was in a really toxic relationship where I just couldn't be who I wanted to be and you know I again I don't blame anybody for that um, because I chose that and I was choosing to you know 
give my all to somebody i was choosing to you know put aside what i felt i was choosing to you know um love somebody more than i loved myself and i had to you know have that reality check in that mirror moment and that right there that relationship and that mirror moment and me accepting that and realizing that is what really awoken the dreamer inside of me and i was like yo i have so much you know potential i have so many things that i want to do but i'm allowing myself to be distracted by things by people you know and it wasn't just my relationship it was you know my aunt you know was you know constantly going out and like you know dealing with that energy and it was just you know a lot of just you know things piling on that i was realizing like man i could be doing so much at the time i was doing hair but i I just you know i was losing my passion for it because everything in my life was going to shit i wasn't even able to really you know be present in my job because i was consistently being pulled away by trying to help you know and be you know a hero again in in my past relationship and i wasn't showing up for myself i was showing up for everybody else again and and i realized that and i and i realized that i needed to cut that um you know and it was one of the hardest decisions that i had to make was to decide to completely sever a tie with somebody that i was absolutely in love with um and as hard as that was i knew that i needed to do it i knew that i needed to do it for myself and i knew that i needed to do it in order to do what i wanted to do again and you know that was chase my dreams full force and that was go after the things that i love and so i decided to do it um i had my tower moment um you know i cut off my family uh i went again to just you know healing and you know but it was different this time Um, i was having so many mirror moments with realizing you know my past traumas and the way that i dealt with healing and relationships and how was i going to change that this time i was having mirror moment after mirror moment after mirror moment of just like wow i was really healing in this way like before i'd be like okay i'm gonna go out i'm just gonna you know drink i'm gonna you know that's how i'm gonna deal with this situation um but i was like no i'm gonna figure out how to do this in a healthy way i started journaling um i started writing poetry again i picked up my camera i was like okay i'm gonna transcend and transmute this energy by getting in my creative bag again and so that's what i started doing i started getting creative again i started getting on my laptop um for those of you who don't know i went to school for graphic design Um, i'm a certified graphic designer and i was sleeping on myself for years on years and not operating in that gift and that moment really shifted the atmosphere for me to really get into my shit and there i was reawakening the dreamer within myself um and so i was determined at that time i'm still in texas but i'm like man i just really know that it ain't gonna happen for me out here i i really hated texas there was just so much it wasn't just the situations that went on but i hated the weather i hated um you know that i wasn't close to you know my actual family um i hated that you know uh And so I ended up, you know, beginning to have this vision of, um, you know, this dream 
and it's very reoccurring. And I just kept seeing, you know, me and my family, um, you know, coming back to California. Um, but before I seen us coming back to California, it was like there was this huge, oh, like flood that was happening and stuff. And so we did as a family, we went through, you know, a tower moment ourselves and stuff. And um, but we got through it and, you know, we all ended up coming back to California. Um, I was super excited. Um, it's funny because people who know me out in Texas, they always say, girl, I don't know what happened to you from the time that you drove from Texas back to your hometown. But like you literally had a transformation and I will not lie to you. I did. When I was driving back, I even had to like apologize because I had my sister in my car with me as we were driving back because I literally drove from Texas back to California in the middle of a pandemic. And that's how I knew like it was just by divine orchestration based off of like my dream and just what I was feeling intuitively. Like a lot of people, even like my own family was saying like, you guys are never going to be able to go back. Like there's no way, like it's impossible. Like it's way too expensive out there you're not going to be able to sell your house and like there was just so much like you know negativity and things that were being spoken out and like I just kept seeing the opposite and I just kept believing the opposite and so in that moment you know I had that faith um, because I had you know that vision and so anyways um the opportunity arose we sold the house um you know we got the hell on i'm driving back to california i'm crying because i'm seeing sign after sign you know angel number after angel number i'm listening you know to you know these readers and stuff and they're confirming and affirming and i'm just you know crying in my car just feeling just like damn i'm really about to like get back to cali and be on my shit like i'm really about to get this brand started like i'm chasing after my dreams and i feel like honestly people seen that and they felt that energy and that's what really like kick started um you know artist visionary dreamer and um so i had this idea and i still hadn't fully like you know got it started or off the ground yet um, and I remember, you know, when I was coming back, I had a reading with um, the Hood Healer, a.k.a. Imani Cohen. And um, that was the reading that changed my life. Uh, she just really spoke, you know, into existence. Also, you know, what's currently happening now about my business flourishing and me being able to, you know, just do what I love. And um you know, I had that reading with her and like I said, I'm living and walking that and I'm seeing that now at this current time. And and so I have this um, reading with her and, you know, she confirms like you need to get back into, you know, um, your creative bag. And so I'm like, yes, this is exactly in alignment. Uh, this confirmed everything, um, you know, everything that she was seeing. Um, she was like, yeah, your business is going to flourish around this time. That time came around and then boom. Um, she actually was one of the per people who um, really helped also get my business out there. She reposted uh, one of my art pieces. And after that, I just had, you know, so many inquiries and um, it really just pushed my business. Um, and it really just pushed me towards continuing to chase after my business. Um, and so I got on my shit like I then I was back on my grind. Um, here I am. My business is thriving. I'm doing good. I'm booking logo clients. I'm booked out like months in advance. 
I got an assistant at this point. Like, I am basically just living life, like, on cloud nine. And I can't believe it. Like, I'm finally walking in my purpose. I'm finally, you know, seeing the fruits of my labor. You know, God's really showing up and showing out for me. And I'm just, like, amazed. Like, so freaking amazed. But... I went through things um, throughout my business and throughout my journey. Um, you know, I was working, you know, just doing that, thriving in the middle of a pandemic. And, you know, I started hitting bumps in the road throughout business, um, you know, in my personal life and financially. And I'm like, dang, I got to get, you know, a job, you know, to kind of just put more money back into my business because I have even more ideas. And I'm a one woman show. Like, you know, I didn't get no business loans. Like, I didn't do none of that. You know, I didn't collect unemployment like other people did during a pandemic. You know, I was legit just, you know, activating my faith and living off of my business like and it was working um until you know it started to slow down like things do and i was coming to this moment in entrepreneurship where you realize you know especially when it comes to you know when you're selling things that you aren't always going to be busy you're not always going to have you know clients booked up and and it's in those moments it's like okay how do i call an audible and what do i do or how do i stay motivated to continue on or do i just fall like everybody else and there i was caught in this moment again where i was being tested and low-key like you know i say this sometimes too even on my instagram you know if you've ever watched my stories is i get in moments sometimes in my walk where i'm you know spiritually spoiled and you know because i start seeing god showing up and showing out then i start thinking you know i'm invincible like nothing can touch me but i've realized that you know what things can touch me but god has the final say so you know it says in the bible that you know in order for the devil to come sift you he has to ask permission first um and so it just that for me gives me this confidence of knowing that like damn regardless of like what like you still gotta go ask permission to even touch me and even if you ask permission god has the final say so so it don't even matter because i know that i'm well protected and i'm well respected in both realms so i ain't even tripping and that's actually very crazy and a very bold statement for someone like me to say and the reason why i say someone like me because someone like me didn't think you know months ago years ago that i was even capable of being the woman that i am today someone like me didn't even think that like i could have my own business let let alone it be successful i mean come on even i can tell y'all people even doubted the fact and i'm sure there's people who even prayed against the fact that i'm successful today i bet you there's people who are even mad at the fact in fact i know that there are people who are upset at the fact that i'm flourishing and i'm thriving at what i'm doing and you know that's none of my business that's not for me to worry about that's not for me to try to comprehend or even understand because what i have come to find is there's always going to be a hater and there's always going to be opposition and so like i said i was faced this past season and it's so crazy man like realizing mere moment after mere moment going through this past season of how much i've grown as a woman and how I am proud of myself for 
Although I was going through things this past season, I was honoring my emotions. I was pulling myself away, yes, from the business. And I was, you know, I was struggling with that because I didn't want to have to pull myself away from the business and from, you know, social media a little bit and, you know, from being so connected. But I allowed myself to have some sort of separation and pull myself away to really be in, you know, student mode and not in teacher mode and not consistently feeling like I got to pour out and I got to, you know, give a message. I allowed myself to be poured into as I was going through, you know, this slight tower moment this past season of losing my grandmother and feeling, you know, not creative, not motivated, but at the same time, you know, again, honoring my emotions, honoring my feelings, but doing things to reignite creativity, to re-spark myself, to, you know, get my ass out of bed and not feel depressed and not feel unmotivated and not feel like I want to give up even though parts of me did. And I'm proud of myself for that. You know, I was getting up working out. I was getting up, you know, um, journaling. I was getting up praying. I was doing everything and anything I could to, you know, make sure that I wasn't allowing that negative energy to win and to control me like I have before. But I also was having mere moments of realizing that, damn, you were really letting things just control you before. You were really just allowing negative forces to control the outcome and you weren't allowing yourself to be in your magic and knowing that you know what regardless of what it looks like regardless of how I feel regardless of you know um, how impossible it may seem you know I'm still here I'm still standing I'm still pushing I'm still grinding Um, and that's exactly what I was doing like I was I'm, I'm telling you guys I am so proud of me You have no idea how hard that has, that would have been for me, you know, a year ago, maybe two years ago, I would have probably buckled and been like, fuck this. (laughs) I'm not doing this shit. Fuck this. You can have it. The dream, it's yours. Nah, my dream right now, I'm fighting for it. My dream, my goals, my visions, they're mine for a purpose and they're yours for a purpose. If you can dream it, you can achieve it. And in fact, I'm going to end with this note here. Um, There's actually a verse in the Bible and it says, um, it's in the book of Proverbs 29, 18. It says, where there is no vision, the people will perish. But blessed is the one who heeds wisdom instruction. I'll say it again. Proverbs 29, 18. Where there is no vision, the people will perish. But blessed is the one who heeds wisdom instruction. I was very much so in that season of life of very having a very much so having to heed to wisdom's instruction having to realize that you know what you are not called to be the teacher right now you are not called to give out a message right now you are called to take a seat and you need to heed to the voice of god in this very moment and trust that god is going to see you through and trust that all things are conspiring in your favor that the universe is never working against you but always for you and also overstanding that you cannot lose sight because the moment that you lose sight the moment that you leave the moment that you lose sight you die it literally says that where there is no vision the people will perish that's why you when you walk around and you see people we are literally living in the walking dead real life like this is 
literally the spiritual battle that we face every day is we live in a living, breathing zombie apocalypse, but everyone is wearing a mask. And the only way to know is if you have really good wisdom and discernment and you've been doing the work yourself and you're able to discern and see who's actually doing it and who's just saying they're doing it. And if and that's the reality is we live with all these people who are living zombies who are dreamless they've lost the vision they've lost their own dream they don't live it out they've become you know just comfortable with living a life of mediocrity um they become comfortable you know with doing a nine to five and thinking that you know what this is just enough for me um i and not that a nine to five let me make this abundantly clear there's nothing wrong with having a nine to five if that is what you love to do if that is your heart's desire if that's what you feel called to do by all means chase that wholeheartedly but when you know that you're called to do something different when you know that you're called and you're set apart and a nine to five just ain't it for you you know that god has something else more that's who i'm talking to these are the people that i'm talking to and they know who they are because they have that inner understanding and that knowing and they hear the voice and they know that every time when it comes to having to clock in you know you're just not happy you're just like ugh, this ain't it this definitely ain't it. I know that, you know, I have this dream of opening up a coffee shop or I have this dream of opening up this, um, this crystal shop, or I have a dream of opening up this, uh, botanica. I don't know, bitch, whatever your dream is, only you know and only you can make it happen and that is why i wanted to go over and kind of be you know more open with you guys about some of the things i had to face and go through and what you have to realize that it isn't always rainbows and butterflies it isn't always shits and giggles like you know what i mean it's it's highs and it's lows and you just never know with life, you know, you you have to play each day as it comes. And that's the thing is we always want to be in control. We always want to manipulate. And that's what I was realizing as I was getting back to that a little bit this past season um, too. I was realizing like, damn, you was really trying to control, manipulate some things again. You was really trying to control. Now get out of that. Get out of that. Come on. You got to be free. You got to be connected. You got to you really just search yourself, really show up, be who you say you are, be who you say you want to be. Um, regardless if you feel like it, like show up, show out, show up, show out. And, and that's what I kept doing. And that's what I'm going to continue to do. Like I said, I'm on this whole new hype right now. Um, I got, you know, off the bench spirit said, it's cool. You can get off the bench now, bitch, get back in the game. And I am, I'm back in the game. I'm going full force. I'm figuring out different ways to excel in my business. Um, I'm going to be taking more classes and I'm really not going to say too much. Um, I'm really just going to be doing the work these days. And then I'm, you guys are just going to see, you guys are just going to see that's the season that I'm in right now, you know, less talking, more doing, and you're just going to see the results. And so thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Um, this is the end of the podcast. Stay tuned for the next one. I don't know exactly what the um, the next topic is going to be, but if you follow uh, me on Instagram um, at Angelique Monet, the A is a V instead of an A. Um, follow me on there, and I will keep you guys posted on more of what's to come for the next um, podcast and what the subject will be.